It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back, Pittsburgh Steeler fans, with part two of the Scobro Show. I am behind the steel curtain editor, Dave Schofield. With me, as always, my big brother, Rich. Rich, you still doing good? Woo! Woo! Yeah, doing good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I almost busted out your line in an article this week uh, on Sunday, but I didn't. Which, which line? Um, the line that we finish our show with. Oh, so yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, but I didn't. That's my thing. Well, because the article was, in case you all are wondering, the article I was about was, we are so close. We are getting so much closer to where results and actual 2021 data will be what we talk about and not just opinions based off last season. You know what I'm saying? We'll actually yes. know that that – if Ben Roethlisberger can throw the ball more than five yards down the field, like some people claim that he can't, you know, you, you don't have to look at those crazy narratives. I'm trying to remember where I saw this. I don't know if I saw it on Twitter or if it might've been brought up by someone else on from BTSC on the Slack channel. I can't remember. And it was, you know what? If I think it was on the Slack channel, I think it was, if Mike Tomlin goes for it on fourth down to start the fourth quarter, and the Steelers come back and win that game and then get knocked out in the next round. How how different is the narrative from the Steelers going going forward right now? I mean, it, I mean, do people still feel the same way they do about Ben Roethlisberger? Or are people still going to be really down on the Steelers and everything else? Or not? Probably doesn't change much. I think it would maybe change a, a lot. Maybe a little. See, I did not think it would have changed all that much. 
Yeah. So um, it's if funny. If they win that game I'm, against Cleveland and turn around mm -hmm. and lose the next week, you get you lose a few things, but I don't think you you lose a little bit of the negative, but I don't think you gain a whole lot on the positive side. But I mean, they would have been playing Buffalo in Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's just an interesting question. And the thing is, you know, because it would have been like, wow, after all those screw ups, the Steelers still overcame. That would have been that would have been the, the crazy, the crazy nerve. But it didn't happen, so we might as well not even worry about it. We'll just roll on. So. <laughs> We are talking about Steelers special teams captains. We are celebrating the career of one Roosevelt Nix who, who announced, oh, sorry, Roosevelt Nix. I want to make sure I didn't add a T to the end of that. Um, who announced his retirement today on Tuesday. And he was a Steelers special teams captain back in 2019. I almost said 18, but it was 19. 19. Um, so we're talking about after... You know, Jordan Dangerfield was a captain in 2020. He's not on the team. Who could be the Steelers special teams captain? Rich started off. I stole his thunder a little bit. I'm sorry, but no, he had a great choice of number five. He said nobody because they've done it three times under Mike Tomlin where they didn't have one. You said nobody. Then you said Ray Ray McLeod. Correct. And then you said Chris Boswell. Those were those Correct. were your three. Okay. Yeah, I was testing you. I could have yep. given them to you, but I was like, well, Come I know on. you could Honestly, I wanted to know if you would have jumped in and seen them yourself. Um, because people hear my voice enough. My my three were number five was I was at Justin Lane. Number four, I was Benny Snell Jr. Number three, I was at Ray Ray McLeod. So let's finish up this list. Rich, okay. who's your number two? My number two would be Justin Lane. Rustin Lane. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I, I put him at number two because I could basically see him just um, basically stepping in towards what Dangerfield was. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. He plays a decent amount of the snaps. Um, and just think that, you know, for a lot of the same reasons you said. Yeah. That he's just. You know, he's he plays a lot of snaps. He's the gunner. He's going to be out there, and yep. if he's stepping up into any kind of leadership role, he could he could say that. Okay, all right. So, I I mean so I can't I, argue with that. I, I had him on my I, list. Right. I put him all the way to two. Yep. Good old Lustin Jane. Got eleven. Lustin Jane. So my number two has not been mentioned yet. You ready? Do it. And this is a little bit out there. This is a little bit out there. Okay. But I'm going with it. I'm I'm going to own it, and I'm going to live it. Okay. Regardless of what was said today, okay, I am going with someone who has already played eight seasons in the NFL. Granted, it was with a lot of different teams. Okay? I think it was eight seasons. Hold on. Maybe I should count it. Going into his eighth correct. season. Sorry. Going okay. into his eighth season. Okay? And even though he hasn't been with the Steelers very long, and even now, he's not going to be much of a – we don't want to see him out there on the field on, as a defender. We want to see him out there on special teams. I'm talking about the Pokemon King himself. I'm going with Cassius Marsh. Because if Alex Highsmith and Ola Denier as the reserve outside linebackers last year were two of the top three snaps on special teams, if Marsh makes this team, even if he's the number four guy, 
And if he's got a helmet, he's going to play a lot of special team snaps. People don't realize he is – he's one of the older guys on the Steelers. He is. Yes, he is. I mean, because he's – what is he? He's 29, you know, and actually his birthday was last week. Um, but he's 29. He's And he was he was drafted in 2014 in the fourth round by the Seattle Seahawks. A lot of people don't, don't realize that he's been around a long time. Now, if you wonder what I'm talking about with today, um, he went on a podcast and said something about – um, he was actually once again saying about with his time with the Patriots that that place was no fun to play football. Um, that was kind of what it was. And we know that when we – he's a guy that you don't you don't want to see him on the field on defense if you don't have to. I mean, look at what had to happen for him to play. And I'm not going to see him to play in a playoff game. But Bud Dupree had to go down for the season and Alex Highsmith had to go down. And then all of a sudden he's getting snaps out there. On and like his third game with the Steelers, but when he was out there on special teams, man, that's just about going out there and playing hard, and he did. So I could see him filling that role and being the Steelers special teams captain. What do you want to say, Rich? I would say, had I not gone with none for number five, he was going to be number five. He was number five. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. For most of the same reasons you mentioned, veteran presence. I expect the linebacker to play a lot of snaps. Um, it will not be Alex Highsmith and with Ola Denier not currently on the roster, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah, he's gone probably going to be somebody. Right. Remember when he so, signed, they called him a special teams ace. I'm like, I don't know that he was an ace. But, yeah, he did play special teams. He did, yes, he did. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, there we go. I just, you know, some people would be like, man, it's better if he doesn't make the team, if they have better options outside linebacker. True. But, honestly, you need some guys that just can give you Bottom of, bottom of the depth chart guys that are just out there making plays on special teams. And that guy's crazy enough to go do it. So that's my choice. All right, Rich. Are you ready for number one? So you went nobody, Ray Ray, Boswell, Lustin Jane, number one guy? I'm wondering if we don't have the same number one guy. We'll see. We're going to see. I went with with one DJ Watt. <laughs> you went with, with the DJ Watt because his middle name is with a J, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, which is which is crazy that it he doesn't go with DJ. So so yeah, so so you went with Watt because I mean last year I was looking at it, even though he missed however many games. He still was up there with the special team snaps. He played almost yes. half the special team snaps, even after missing. How many games did he miss? I'm going to have to look that up real quick. Because just think about that. If he only played in 12 games and played almost half the snaps, that means he probably would have played 60% or yes. more of, of the special team snaps had he been had he been the guy. Okay. So you think two watts? Might be captains because I don't see them taking a captain away from Cam Hayward and TJ Watt because they're both still there and they were both defensive captains last year. Yeah, so I don't, I don't see that happening. Yeah, so you you think they'll add another Watt in, could be into two Watts? Yes. So, all right, that's not my number one. I didn't put him on my list. Okay, good. Shockingly, I thought about it. And the reason I didn't 
is because a couple reasons, a couple reasons I didn't put some other people on the list. And that was his unavailability last year. That was why. That I'm like, if he'd have had a full year of doing that, I could maybe see it. And honestly, I'm still not going to be shocked. I should have put him on my list, but I didn't. I went with number one because I thought number one was obvious because I think my number one is who it's going to be. And you should oh, know because uh, you have yeah. him on your list. Because he's been there before. Correct. To me, if you're going to have a special teams captain for next year, it's Chris Boswell. That's who it is. That's just what I think. That's my number one. So I went Justin Lane, Benny Snell Jr., Ray Ray McLeod, Cassius Marsh, and Chris Boswell. I'm almost to a point that if it's not Boswell, I don't know that they'll have one. But um, then I started to second guess it because, it you know, what happened the last time he was captain. But, yeah, that was it. So that that's I my list. I don't, I, don't, I don't blame you. I don't yeah. blame you. Um, again, I'd be I'd be interested to see if Boswell would want to do it. Yeah, I don't know. And then if he does it and has another rough year kicking, do we just say, okay, we're keeping Boswell, but he's never allowed to be special teams captain again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, that would be it. That would that would definitely that would that would definitely be one of those situations again. So. For Brian Jeff's Brown sake. says, for Jeff's sake, I hope it's not Jordan. Okay. Either. So now I want to throw a couple things out there. Okay? okay. There were some people that I thought and then instantly had to dismiss. You know okay. who almost made my list, though? As Seriously? Who's that? Cameron Canada. Almost threw him out there. I as the long snapper. Thought about thought it. Ab- thought about it? Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying Jordan Berry because I don't think he's going to be the punter. I'm not saying big press because you're not going to have a rookie captain. In my Correct. You're, it's just not going to happen. I, I just don't see it. I don't know that it's ever happened, and I don't know why it would ever happen. I don't know if it's a rule with the Steelers. It very well could be, but I didn't go looking into that. I just, it's not going to be. For the same reason, that's why I said I didn't think it was going to be someone like a Quincy Roche, who I think will play a lot of special team snaps yes, this he year, but he's not going to be the captain. Here's one. I'm going to ask you this question because I, I, Someone that I thought about, but I'm like, I'm not going to do it. But it's my answer to this question for you. Jordan Dangerfield is gone. Yes. Who do you think, and they talk about this as being really important, and it is. Who do you think is going to be the up man on the punt team? That is the guy that calls the formation, calls in guys, sets them if they have to come in to block rather than be out wide and everything else. You know, if there's going to be a fake, he's going to call it or things like that. Who do you think is going to fill that role, who is mainly one of your most important special teamers other than your specialists for the Steelers this year? Uh, I, you know what? I was trying to think about that. I have an I idea. trying to make this list, and I wasn't sure if I had anybody picked out for that. I do. I do. And it's someone that I thought about, and I'm like, you just, I just don't see someone being a captain their first year in Pittsburgh. I think it's going to be... Miles Kilbrew, who they signed really? from the Lions. That's who I think is going to be the yeah. up man. I think he's he was basically, in my opinion, he was brought in in the Jordan Dangerfield role. He is a special teams ace, but they can probably use him more on defense. That's just what I think. I think that's a guy that, that could be there and do that. Uh, Cree thinks it's going to be Derek Watt, that he could be the guy 
as as the up man. So um, if that's the case, then I could very well see Watt being being the the um, the special teams captain. I dismissed him right away just because I thought you know he's had one year in Pittsburgh, and and he missed a lot of time there, and you know which is a shame because part of the reason I I said hey I'm okay with the Steelers signing him because his best of abilities is availability because he had never missed a game in his career. And then he comes to Pittsburgh and misses four games last year. So yeah, I I guess that's it. And honestly, that was probably why he was brought in in place of Roosevelt mix because of thinking he was going to be more available. So if he's not available this year, this will be his last year in Pittsburgh or he honestly, because he'll be going into his last, the last year of his deal. So, but I'm hoping he can really be a good special teams guy. Anything else you want to say about this subject here, Rich? You know what? There was another person out there. I actually considered that okay. played, you know, 40, we'll 40% of the snaps. Okay. And, if, and you and I, we love this guy. 40% of the snaps. I'm looking. Okay. I'm ready. Oh, okay. Go ahead. He's one of mine and Kyle's favorites. Okay. And that would be Henry Mondo. Henry, I don't know these are my theme. I, I mean, he brings a lot on special teams, so he, he could, does. But there's, I mean, there is so much I know. that they have on the defensive line. See, another guy that played a lot of snaps is someone like Marcus Allen. Yes, you know. Um, so that one's that one's tough. I mean, James Pierre played a lot of of special team snaps last year, but if he's playing more at corner, whether in sub package or not, he might not have as many snaps. I don't know. Um, here's someone that I thought about, but I didn't say it because he didn't have very many special team snaps last year, but he might end up with more this year. Do you think because of the return of one Devin Bush and the emergence of one Robert Spillane that one Vince Williams, Vinicio, I think is how is Williams, Vinny Vinny Vici, do you think he might be playing more special team snaps? Because I think if that's the plan, he could be your special teams captain. I just don't know that that's going to be the plan. I, I, I don't know if that's going to be the plan or not. And that's I thought about him, and I was going to have him high because I'm like, he would be a great special teams captain if they're going to relegate him to playing a lot of special teams. And I don't know that they're going to do that. So, yeah. And then there's right here that like Chris says in the live chat, and I would be okay with this. He says, I want Jordan Dangerfield back. Just as just what he gave. I'm, 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 I'm confession. I finally deleted it a few weeks ago. I wrote two articles before the start of the league year in March to have already written. So all we had to do was throw in a little bit of data, slap in a tweet, hit publish and we get it out there quick of players that the Steelers were were going to sign for the 2021 season. One of those articles was published. It was Zach Banner. The other one I had to delete because it was Jordan Dangerfield. I thought for sure he was one of those guys that they were going to bring back veteran minimum, you know, wouldn't even really be counting, you know, where, where they'd get the, 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 the break towards the salary cap if they sign him to a one-year deal, where even though he's making $990,000, he's only counting eight hundred and fifty. dollars um, That's that veteran salary benefit is what that's called. But then they signed Miles Killebrew, and that kind of right there just told we, – we talked about it. 
um, mm-hmm. on on staff, even with with at BTSC, were like, I think the Killabrew kind of nixed the whole Jordan Dangerfield return. So interesting. So um, that's just one of those things. A lot of people are giving some some comments. This is the first I've really looked at the live chat that much. But uh, hey, Rich, do you, do you want to take a few minutes to take well, some questions, or do you want to say something else? Oh well, so well, I will mention Andrew Wilbar put up there asked about Antoine Brooks, you know. Yeah, and how much he played? He he only played two percent of the special team snaps last yeah. year. Well, he didn't play very many games. Remember, he didn't even Correct. make the team. He was in the practice squad. Correct. He did, he did make some appearances. We'll see what he has to do this year. Right now, is there? Yeah, I would expect those numbers for him to pick up. I don't know if they're going to pick up to you know forty plus percent or not. But yeah. we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Um, we're going to take about five minutes of questions here. I just put it out there um, in the in the live chat. If someone has a question, we'll, if you want to make sure yours is asked, you can use the Super Chat feature. Um, just drop whatever amount in there and put your question. Don't feel like you need to do it. We're not here soliciting donations. If we're we're okay. <laughs> Rich says to pay Kyle. Okay. Pay Kyle. Um, so we'll just see if you guys have any questions for the show. We'll take a few before we get to our big question at the end, just because it's nice to be back and spending time with you all. So I didn't give you guys. Okay. Cree asked a good question. He says, has the league decided on how many players are the practice squad? There's not been anything officially announced, but I did write the story that both, that both the, both coaches and players want 16 players again this year. And it looks like it's going to happen, but the owners have to agree that is going to cut into your salary cap because those players do count towards the salary cap. So, but as of right now, it's a, it's officially 12. I think pretty soon we're going to get something official that it's 16. So um, then Steelers pits. Well, no, wait, I skipped one. Brian Brown says Williams or Spillane who starts rich. Um, my guess would be William starts, but Spillane gets more snaps. Okay. Um, that would not, that that's, that's a, that's a good answer. That's a good Dave answer. That's a good mm-hmm. Dave answer. But, um, yeah, it's Where not always starts to finish. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if it is Spillane because remember the Steelers released Vince Williams, then they brought him back on a minimum deal. Mm-hmm. So, He's he's there to add to that group, but he doesn't have to be the guy. They kind of already tipped their hand there. Um, Steelers Pittsburgh wants to know how many drum fish did you catch, Rich? Zero zero yeah. drums were caught. Um, it was not a, was not the hottest last week. I managed a few Spanish mackerel and some bluefish, and actually a guy that I spent some time fishing with down there did catch a king mackerel off the pier. That was yeah. pretty cool. So. And the the day that my son came out early in the morning is when they could actually catch spots off the bottom, and he was able to catch some fish, which was nice. Okay. It was nice for the kids to be out there and catch some of those. Yeah. Yep. I don't know Move what on. to say. This one says, Steelers H412 says, will you guys stream the Hall of Fame game? I don't know if you're talking about, like, come on and talk during that. We treat the preseason like we do the regular season. We should we should have a post game show. We should have basically everything that you would normally get from us here at Behind the Steel Curtain. But I don't want to speak for that because I am not the podcast producer. So I will yield go. that to one Brian Anthony Davis. 
So uh, Cheeseball asked how vacation was. Um, and It was a good yep. vacation. Yep. Here, Mason Quellhorst. I might have said that right. Says, will Loudermilk make the team or will he be on the practice squad? I think he's got to make it. I mean, yeah, he was a fifth-round pick, but really he's a fourth-round pick because that's what they had to give up to get him. I don't see any way you make that trade and to draft that player to then give him the chance to be picked up by somebody else. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I, I kind of agree with that. Um, I'm going to be tough to sneak him down on there. And if and even if you do, there's a good chance he gets poached. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see that. I see somebody – you're more likely to get like a Mondu down there, although I could see – I had some bold predictions that if the Steelers released a defensive lineman last year once they brought him up that they would not make him back to the practice squad. So I have honestly, here we go, bold prediction for 2021. The Steelers will have a defensive tackle or a defensive lineman that ends up on another team to start the 2021 regular season. Whether they end up having to trade one because they have too many or whether they or whether they can't keep them all and one gets picked up and they can't get to the practice squad. That's my prediction. Okay, sound good? Got it. It sounds good. Clarence wants to know who's going to be the number two quarterback. You want to say it in the count of three? Yep. One, two, three. Mason, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's what it's going to be. Um, yeah. The the I mean, Haskins, if he can get the number three job, that just allows him to develop. I don't see them trying to get him up to number two at all. Okay. Portno wants to know if the Steelers offensive line finishes in the top 28, should Adrian Clem get coach of the year? <laughs> in other words, they don't they have pretty low expectations for the Steelers line. Um a lot of potential, but like Jeff Hartman says, potential just means you haven't proved anything, right? Yep. That's so, right. All right. Brian wants to know Snell or McFarland, which one's the number two? RB. Snell. I feel I'm going to say based on the fact that Snell was in, played all 16 games last year, McFarland was inactive for a bunch of them. So, yep. Okay. Um, let's look if let's see if we get one more. Brian wants to know this: the Steelers have a ton of receivers. Do you think any unknown pass catchers can make the team? Rich, I uh, I really doubt it. Not impossible, but chances are probably well under 10%. The only way it's going to happen is if a, as if a receiver blows the doors off of everyone in the preseason. And then the Steelers decide to make a cut somewhere else and keep six because it's not unheard of for them to keep six wide receivers. Yeah. That's the only way I see that happening is seeing them just be there, so fantastic in the preseason. There is another way, but I'm not talking about it. So that's well, that's that. true too. Let's we're not going <laughs> to. Nope, we're not talking about that. That's okay. for sure. Okay, so that's. A, but what I say, what I see is some of these young receivers. I could see them keeping possibly as many as three on the practice squad if they if that's what they want to do. If 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 that's what they think is best to do. So that's that's my answer for that one. So I think it would be really tough for him, but it, bottom line is he'd have to convince the Steelers to keep an extra wide receiver. Um, with that, Rich, 
did you have a big question tonight or should I just do the obvious question? Do the obvious question. Okay. So here's the, the obvious question. I'm typing it in now. Um, if I could actually spell. The problem is my, my, my laptop's raised up for my camera to be at the right level. So I'm trying to reach up and I'm not regularly on the desk. So bottom line is you only get one choice. Who is the Steelers special teams captain for 2021? The question is now in the live chat. You may answer. Rich's number one was Derek Watt. My number one was Chris Boswell. So, and your answer can be nobody like you had for number five, Correct. which yes. I think would work. So if you have your, your answer, okay. Um, Andrew Wilbar says, Milaj, I still don't even have him on my 53 um, until he shows something. Um, and really you think the Steelers are going to have someone who's in their first season with Pittsburgh as a captain. That's just not how they do it. Um, see, Brian Brown says, what? I'm assuming he's, he means Derek. Uh, Steelers Pittsburgh says Miles Killebrew. I would agree with that as well, except for what I just said about Balage. That's hard for someone to make to be the team captain their first year. Yep. There. Uh, Cheeseball 10 says he agrees with Boswell. George Teston says what? Kriakis says Chase. I don't see. Uh, I don't think so. Did he even play any special teams? Yes, he did. Yes, actually, he He played 27% of the special team snaps. Yeah, he played a lot of he played some gunner. Yeah. Um I expect though um that number to go down this year, not up. I, I do as well. That's what happens when you just like Alex Highsmith. Yes. Okay. Um Kathy, she says Derek Watt. Hi, Kathy. What? I haven't seen you there yet. Okay. Clarence Washington also says what? Um Mason says Balage. Seth Bell isn't the first one to say he's the first one to say it, but um, he says Buddy Johnson. Joseph Brown says Buddy Johnson. Buddy Johnson, honestly, he might be my my bet for Steelers special teams captain in 2023. Yeah. Give him give him a couple years with the Steelers. I think he's gonna play a lot of special teams this year, but I once again I don't see the Steelers having a rookie be a team captain. Okay. Uh Richard Adamson says Boswell. Um Garrett. Slingerland says Danny Smith, a.k.a. no one. In other words, there's going to be one. Paul says none. Okay. Portner says a lot of milk. Like, I don't even see that guy playing special teams. He just, Portner just wanted to put that name out there. Um, Brian Blackstock says Derek Watt. Um, um, the artist formerly known as Solarverse, Bully, Bully Mob Kennel. He says Benny Snell Jr., Okay, that's a good one. Okay. Um, Chris Pugh, is that Pugh? I guess yep. so. Um, he says, Watt, he says, a happy Derek Watt will lead to a happy TJ Watt. Okay. And yeah, and then some people are saying exactly what I'm saying, a rookie captain. Yeah, the, these are players that I could see maybe down the road. I, yeah, I just, I don't know that the Steelers have ever done they a would be, they, a rookie or some of those player. rookies have the opportunity to be impactful. Special teams players, but we're talking about the special teams captain going into the year. I don't see a rookie doing that. Because they're going to be voted on before they play a game. Correct. So it's not something like you have a floating captain where that player is going to go out. And I mean, they've done that in the past. 
the Steelers did that. My goodness, what was the year again? Was it was it 2017 where they only had two captains? Yes, I believe so. They they floated captains week to week. They didn't always announce them. They had special teams captains, just it wasn't the same one for the whole season. Tyler Matikavich was a special teams captain uh, a decent number of times, I think, in 2017. So, but and that was only his second season. He was 2016, right? I think. Um, so that's the thing that I think they could do what you said, where it's nobody, and they and they float it week to week. Okay, like Andrew says, captain by committee. They kind of did. They kind of did, and that's not that's not uncommon. Um, back when I played back in high school, we actually did that where we had some some cap like two captains every week and two captains that rotated. We yeah, but, did that when but, I coached. That, yeah, dude. When you were in high school, you wore leather helmets. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'm not that old. Um, if I, they wore leather helmets, and I was in high school, they wore dinosaur skulls. When you were in high school. <laughs> Yeah, that, 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 that was weak. <laughs> I have to admit. That, that, that um, was pretty weak. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, Kyle, it'll be interesting to see what they do this year. Go ahead. What did you going to say? I was going to say if Kyle was still out there, he'd help you get me good. But um, that was pretty weak. So that was pretty never weak. Mind. That was pretty weak. Yeah. So, honestly, I still say if you're if if this was something you could place a wager on, I'm putting my money on Chris Boswell. Honestly, that's why he was my number one. He's been the captain before. He's been with the team long. I mean, you do realize he's he he's one of the oldest players on the Steelers. Yes. Did you know uh, that? It, if you're asking if you're asking me to put money on my on my picks, I'm probably putting my. I, mm-hmm. I'm like you. I'd I'd put money on Boz. I'd put money on Derek Watt. I'd put money on nobody. This is a good. We're gonna. Those would be this. my this top. Is, those would be my top three bets. Would be those bets. This. This is. Place money on I'm gonna do a little trivia with you there, bro. Okay, bro. you ready? You ready? Lay it on me. I got, one, two, three, four. Five. I thought it was seven. On the Steelers' current 90-man roster, there are seven players, 30 years old or older. Can you name them? There are seven. Seven. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben, seven is one of them, yes. Ben Roethlisberger. Tyson Alualu. He's the second oldest at 34. Ben is 39. Cameron Hayward. Cam Hayward is one of the next two who is at 32. Cassius Marsh. He's 29. Ah, okay, I knew that's he was right. going to be close. That's strike one. Um, you get three strikes. Okay. Boswell. Boswell was 30. That gets me to four, right? That is four. Yeah, three um, left. Oh, goodness. Sorry, I was looking down that 90-man roster today. Three left. I'm not looking at the live chat right now because I'm on the No, I'm not either. I actually clicked off of it, so I wouldn't think. Yep. But look over there. Um. I don't know. Uh, I'll go out on him. Jordan Berry. Jordan Berry. He's 30. Nice. Yes, you got two left. Oh, gosh. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a uh, hint. Joe, Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden is the other one who's 32, along with Cam Hayward. You've got one more. Um, 
Now I'm kind of going position by position here. And he is one of only three Steelers who are over 30 who was drafted by the Steelers. Barry wasn't, Boswell wasn't, Hayden wasn't, Alawala wasn't. So the three that were drafted by the Steelers are Roethlisberger, Cameron Hayward, and... Vinny Vinny Vici? Vinny Vinny Vici. That's okay. number seven. All right. Very good. Hey, that's actually hey. a good question that you can get, but Ben, you got to really sit and think you about it. You got to think about it. So, yeah, believe it or not, Boswell was one of the over 30 club. And I think they'll be down to six because I don't think Jordan Barry is going to win the job. Um, so that's why I say, based on age, special teams wise, it could be one Chris Boswell. So, um, Rich, any final thoughts before we call it a show here? Oh, no, it was just nice to be back. Vacation is fun, but it's nice to be back. It's nice to be back. I really wish we could have done the show from, from down there. We just couldn't. I did, too. That would have been kind of fun in some ways, but yeah, there was just it was just not happening. Yes. You know, uh, even, even, even removed from the chaos that was, you know, 21 people in a house, you know, but um, 23 of us in all on vacation, but we let our parents stay in a, an apartment next to the house. Mm-hmm. So they don't go crazy, but um, it is really nice to be back. So, um, quick question: you, you already said it, but I'm making sure you didn't change your mind. You heading up to Heinz Field for any training camp? No. Free tickets. They're no. still available. Their tickets are free. You can get them through Ticketmaster. Um, no, because if I go up there for that, going to Heinz Field for practice. We're talking, We're talking about, about practice. practice, not a game, yeah. not a game. We're yeah. talking about practice now. Yeah. Um, so if I it would have been, this. if it would have been in Latrobe, yes, I was going, that was going to be part two of seeing if anybody could yep. find us, find Kyle. I, Cause yep. Kyle was going to go to, we we're going to put the shirts up. There you go. There was something interesting about the social experiment that I had to bring it to my brother. We were out there on the beach. When I turn and look, I'm like, Dude, we don't have anything Steelers up. I didn't. I should have taken my flags or something like that. I then hung up my beach towel and stuff like that because there was some people that came through with Steelers apparel on, came around the fishing pier, hung around for a while, and then walked yep. away. I'm like, if it's someone that listens in audio form, they wouldn't know what we look like. So, which is lucky yeah. for them. Yes, lucky for them. You're you're better off listening in audio form rather than have to look at us. But um, this was more or less to get it out there as a, as a test run. We didn't expect any results on on this one. But I, you know, I did talk to um, to to people that read the website, so that was always fun. Whenever we go on uh, on vacation and whatnot. Well, well, you know what, my next one will be then. You know where the next yeah. place I'll have to wear it and see. To again, yeah. Okay, because we wanted to do training camp, but I don't know that I'm going to make it out of training camp. I didn't get tickets. My biggest thing is it's hot at 1.30 in the afternoon in August in Pittsburgh. And that's, I mean, it's bad enough going to a 7.30 p.m. preseason game because it's hot up there. But if you're heading there, I hope you all do it. We're, we're trying to see if other people are going to be around. I hope you all connect with each other in the live chat or if you're one of those that are going and see if people can meet up. Um but also make sure you're listening. Last Friday on Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride, 
he had Brian Anthony Davis on there and he talked about the, 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 the extra shows we're going to be adding to the platform. That was really important. It's not like we're throwing out a ton of extra shows and we're not doing any more to the YouTube shows. We will be coming at them with the same thing. And in season, the only thing that's going to change is instead of tales from 2 AM, we'll have a post game show. That's the biggest difference there, but make sure you're checking out all the YouTube shows. Make sure you're checking out all the audio only shows and make sure you're checking out behind the steel curtain.com. Your one-stop shop for all things, Pittsburgh Steelers. We are inching closer to training camp to where we can talk about this year's team and not base it off of last year's results. What do you think of that, Rich? I can't wait. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.